Welcome to Connection with Brian and Nicole Wright. <laughs> Hi, Hello. how are y'all? <laughs> good day to you. <laughs> it's a good day. Welcome to Connection Show with Brian and Nicole. Um, and we are really excited about this message, uh, <laughs> as you can see. Um, but we hope you get a lot out of it and wanted to remind you that, you know, you can always come and see us at connectionshow.org. You can watch us on there, watch archives. You can reach out and connect with us. Whoa. Imagine that. <laughs> Send us your questions, your comments, um, prayer requests, anything. But today is a good day. It's um, we're, We've been talking about reset and just having that intimate fellowship with God. And today we're going into the steps to reset. Kind of how do I do that? Yeah. How do I get to that intimate fellowship with God? So let's pray before we start. Yeah. Father, we thank you today. We thank you that as you've shown us through the past weeks, you are always there with arms wide open looking to connect with us and to fellowship with us, to have that intimacy. And so, Lord, we just pray for your wisdom today. Just help us to come to you with an open heart, ready to receive from you. Yes. Thank you for using Brian and I to speak your, your love and your truth to anyone and everyone hearing this, Lord. And Father, we just thank you that through this lesson, you will help us to reset our fellowship with you, yeah. to see you as our loving ditty and to have that intimacy that you long to have with us. And we thank you and we praise you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Um, Thank you for that. That was good. The, you know, I, one of the things that I wanted to uh, kind of open up with today is why is Connection Show here? And uh, we've been talking a lot about reset and moving into a intimate fellowship, an intimate fellowship with the Father. Yeah. Uh, but we also want to connect with you as well. And that's kind of the part, you know, the reason for having the show is so that through our connection with you, uh, we can all connect with the Father more intimately in Amen. that fellowship. And um, it also part of, you know, connection is we never wanted this show to be completely seamless uh, where you could say, and it hasn't that's been. That's good. Yeah, that's a good thing <laughs> because you didn't do that. So, but We are real. <laughs> yes, and we wanted it to be very genuine. And, um, you know, we wanted you to see that because a lot of times, a lot of times I think people look at different mm -hmm. people and public figures and stuff like that, and they say, well, I can never be them. Right. No, we, you know, we have issues to deal with just like everybody else. God loves else. us in spite of Brian's issues. That's very true. And that, you know, <laughs> that's a, <laughs> I cannot tell you how many things I had going through my head from the start of the show till right now. <laughs> I cannot share some of that stuff, but I'll just keep it right here with you do me. That. <laughs> but it was, uh, it, again, we didn't want it to be seamless. And that's yeah. a part of it. We want to show you that side of things that, um, you know, you're not alone in this. You're the devil is not just picking on you in one way, and and God doesn't just love us. You know, He loves you. Uh, the devil attacks us. You know, just like that as well. And um, what we're doing is we are growing together, and that is the heart of connection yeah. uh, with Brian and Nicole. That's the heart of it. And uh, we're just glad that you're a part of us. We're glad that you're hearing it today. That you're watching. Uh, and um, we just invite you to connect with us more as we connect with Jesus. And we've been talking about reset. So you want to talk about just uh, 
basically what reset is for anybody that hasn't heard before? Yeah. Well, we've said in the past, um, reset is a continuous heavenly spiritual fellowship with the Father. Yeah. Basically, you know, in country girl terms, that's some intimacy with your daddy. <laughs> it's just, it's having that intimate, personal time with God. It's yeah. doing what we were just saying that we like to do here on Connection. It's being real. Yes. It's realizing that Diddy loves you even when you're not perfect. Thank you know, that's, that's the reset fellowship. It's going to God as you are and saying, Lord, I love you and I want all of you because he wants all of us. Yeah, that's right. You know, um, it's not warm and fuzzies. It's an unconditional giving back and forth between you and God. It's, you know, some days I go to Diddy and I say, you know what? I'm mad. <laughs> I don't like this. You it don't didn't. Get mad. I do. Uh, not very often, and it's never at you. I didn't think so. But you know, every once in a while, we have those days. You know, where it's not warm and fuzzy. It's it's fussing at Diddy, and some days he's going really. <laughs> let me tell you, you know. But it's an it's an unconditional. It's saying, Lord, I'm not perfect. Thank you for receiving me as I am. Yeah. And it's you know, and it's receiving God. He is perfect. But it's hearing from him and receiving what he says, even if it doesn't give us the warm and fuzzies. Yes. Um, and it's going back to that first love. You know, I talked last week about the um, the day that I got saved. And those first, you know, those first weeks and months of being saved, you're just, it's like you're walking on cloud nine. That's and right. everything is just um, beautiful and you're happy and you can't wait to tell the world about it. And you're in his word all the time and you're, you're starting to look like him and smell like him and everything. And, you know, and the thing is, he doesn't change. That's right. He never changes. So the problem is little by little, we start to get into the world. Yeah. We let those bad days start to affect us. We let the things the world says we're supposed to be start to define us. And so reset is going back to that first love where you just love him and you want more of him and you're letting him pour into you because he is always trying to pour into you yeah. he is always trying to love on you and so that's what reset is it's going back to that intimate fellowship with him and you know and we said there's going to be proofs when you do that when you start to do that there's the presence of god you're going to look like him smell like him talk like him you're going to feel his presence all the time yes. you're going to have a phenomenal prayer life it's constantly talking to him and you know and prayer and I think this is important to say, prayer isn't always on your knees with your hands together That's and right. your head bowed. You know what? Yeah. I sit here and I pray. As Brian's talking during this, I'm sitting here and I'm praying, Lord, you know, what do you want me to say? I'm, I'm sitting at my desk at work. You know, I'm praying to him. You may never see my lips move, um, but I'm praying to him. It's constantly having that fellowship, that conversation yes. with him. That's what prayer is. It's conversing. It's not, oh, Lord, you know. Yeah. Um, and having to yeah, I, define it a certain way. This is one of those moments where we're not, where we're definitely not going to be seamless. But I want, I want to show for anybody who's watching. Uh, if you're listening to this, you can go watch this. This is uh, episode nine, mm -hmm. and um, but I want you can see if I'm, if I'm, um, thank you. I don't have any wires. So thank you. you. <laughs> if I'm uh, coming up to you. And our relationship as as a married couple, it was always like this. Oh, you know, my wife, you're the best thing that's ever happened to me. You're the best thing that God has ever given to me. And I just love you. Are you laughing? I hope you are. <laughs> <laughs> and you're the best. What kind of 
fellowship do we actually have like this? None. It, you know, I'm talking to you, but there's no intimacy in right. that. And so a lot of times we go to God like that, and we're mm-hmm. always like this. And, and we should be reverent to God, but being reverent to God is actually um, doing the things that he wishes we would do. Mm-hmm. The number one thing he wants for us is an intimacy. And you don't get intimacy all the time without actually talking to him. Yeah. Without being you. And so in that example, you know, if I'm always uh, on my knees with him, if I'm always in that place, then um, it's it's very hard for me to move into the place of, of reality of intimate fellowship with him. And um, Well, if you're so, always in that position, you know, he's never been able to get to know you. And God knows us. From, he knows us better than we know ourselves. Yeah. You know, and, and he's just saying, you know what? Be real. Be who you are because I created you. And I think you're wonderful. That doesn't mean that we won't have areas to work on. Yeah. But he wants that relationship, that fellowship, that intimacy, the given and taken. He doesn't just want you always coming and, you know, oh, holy God, like you were doing, right. you know, you're so awesome. He says, you know what? Hush for a minute. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's be real. Let's joke. Yeah. You know? Let let me pour out myself on you. Yes. You know, that kind of thing. And let me um, sh- let me sow my love yes. into you. Yeah. And that, you know, we've got, there, there's a give and take in that. There's a mm-hmm. giving and receiving. And, and look, it is more blessed to give, but it never said that it wasn't blessed to receive That's from right. the Lord either. And, and we've got to understand that you can't, have, uh, you can't have giving if there's not somebody that's also receiving. That's right. You can't have that. So we're talking today, how do we step into that? What are mm-hmm. the steps? And, um, you know, one of the things that we said is this, is that reset is something that you really need to catch. It's not something that you'll just uh, learn by learning facts and trivia. You need to, it's caught and mm-hmm. not always taught. And we talk about these things so that you'll catch it. And and uh, that's why I got up out of my seat and, and <laughs> did they follow with me? Everybody behind the <laughs> scenes was like, oh, no, he's out of the light. You know, but, um, oh, well, it, it'll it'll communicate better, I think, when people see it that yeah. way. And um, But if we're going to catch a reset, an intimate fellowship, um, then we need to step into it. And there's some things that you can do to step into it. There's four things I want to tell you right here. Four steps uh, to moving into reset. Number one, uh, we need to go to the Lord and be able to say, Lord, number one, I want you. Yeah. I desire you. Uh, Number two, I need you. Yeah. I can't do this without you is what that's saying. Uh, Number three, by your promises in the word, and the love that you're pouring out through the Holy Spirit in my heart, I recognize that I'm not waiting on you. I have, have you. you. Yeah. And number four, when we recognize that we have a, a desire and a need and he's fulfilled it, the next thing in we need, this is an important step of it is, Lord, I thank, thank you. you. I, I give you the glory for it. So these are the four steps. And we've got, you know, I want to talk a little bit about each one. And number one is, I want you. I want you. I need you. I have you. 
and I thank you. And this is what we really need to get on the inside of us. I want you, Lord. I need you. I have you. I thank you. So let's talk about, Lord, I want you for a second. You want to jump on that point? Yeah. There's a quote um, that we put in here, and I absolutely love this quote. It's by Jeremy Pearsons. And he said, if you're not hungry, then you're already full on something else. You know? Yeah. It's... You don't go to a buffet and keep eating and eating and eating if you're full. At some point, you're like, I can't have any more. You know, I'm just, I'm about to bust at the seams. And so often our life is like that. We get so full of the world that we don't desire God because we're so full of the world. But the problem is the whole time there's still just that something lacking. It's kind of like if all you ever eat is, you know, bread. Your body is going to need nutrients it's not getting. And this is why the world is searching. It's because they are full of the world and not full of the nourishment of God. You know, so we need to get to that point. Stop putting in all the junk, all the crud, and realize what is it we need. We need God. And so then we go to God and go, you know what? I want you. And Mark 1230 in New American says, And you shall love the Lord God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And when you get to that point that you realize, I really do want you. It's like nothing is going to satisfy you but God. That's right. The second point is, I need you. And we have to recognize our need for him. We were... uh, Uh, Romans 5, 6 says, for while we were still helpless, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. So it was while we were helpless. In other words, we could not help ourselves. Mm -hmm. That's the position we were in. So we have to recognize not only that, Lord, I hunger for you, and I need to live in a renewed mind of hunger for you, but I also need to recognize that I can't do this without you. And one of the things in uh, Matthew 5, 3, it says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And uh, that scripture always kind of bothered me because I didn't like the word poor in spirit, and it's just because I didn't fully understand it. it. Um, But one point I was praying and... uh, I said, Lord, you want us to be rich in spirit. I don't understand what you're saying there. And he showed me what he was talking about. And he asked me, he said, uh, can a true beggar help themselves? Or do they need a hand up, right? And I said, no, they they have a need for somebody to truly mm-hmm. help them. If they're really a true you know, beggar in that position, he said, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that you realize that without me, you can't do it. Yeah. You can't. And so without him, we realize, Lord, I need you. I've got to have you. I have to have you. Not only do I want you, but I need you. So, Knowing who your yeah. source is. Step one, I want you. I'm hungry for you. Step two, I can't do it without you. I need you. Yeah. Yeah. Step three. Step three is I have you. Um, in Ephesians two verses four and six, four through six says, "But God, being rich in mercy, because of His great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in our transgressions, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved." And raised us up with him and seated us with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And then we go over to Ephesians 1, 3. It says, 
Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. That's realizing I have you. Yeah. I'm not waiting on you. He says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Well, if he's never, he's never going to leave us, that means he's always here. Yeah. He's already with us. We already have him. We don't have to search for him. We don't have to, you know, it's not, he's not playing hide right. and seek. We have him. We're not waiting right on him. there. No, we are not waiting on him. Yeah. E- exactly. He is waiting on us to say, I want you. I need you. Oh my gosh, I've had you this whole time. Right. You know? Right. He's been there the whole time, just yeah. waiting on us. It's, he's not going anywhere. No. His love is pure. It's pointed straight at us. It is not pointing one degree to the left or to the right. That's no what, matter what we do. And no that's matter. important to remember. Yes. We had him as yes. much when we were dead as we do right now. The only difference is we chose to receive him. That's right. We chose to receive that gift. There's nothing you can do. You can't be good enough. You can't be bad enough. To have him or not have him. Right. He is always there yes. for you. And number four is, I thank you. Mm-hmm. So number one, I want you. I need you. I have you, Lord. Number four, I thank you. I thank you, Father. Ephesians 5.20 says, Always giving thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God, mm-hmm. even the Father. You know, it's interesting if he tells us that we can be thankful always in all things. That means that we always in all things have something to be thankful for. That's right. So in other words, again, it's not uh, him that we're waiting on. It's us to recognize the truth and the reality of what's really going on. And then move into those truths. Move into the truth of the Father's love for us. And part of that moving into the truth is getting to the place where even before I might not have fully seen the manifestation Mm -hmm. of his love, I know because of his character, I can already thank him for what he's doing and what he has done. That's an amazing breakthrough that you can have when you can start to thank God before you even see the promise coming through. Yeah. Second uh, Corinthians two fourteen. Uh, if anybody's been around me uh, for generally more than one message, <laughs> you've heard me say this scripture, and because at one point it it just hit me. I got rain on it. I got yeah. revelation on it, and it's so power packed. It says, "But thanks be to God." who always leads us in triumph in Christ and manifests through us the sweet aroma of the knowledge of him in every place. Thanks be unto God, who always, not sometimes, not conditionally, if we will take Jesus by the hand, he will lead us into triumph always, every time, any time. And from the beginning, before we even get there, we can be in thanks because it's that real of a promise. Thanks be unto God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and manifests through us the sweet aroma of the knowledge of him in every place. So in what place in your life right now, in what place, what problem, what problem, what issue are you having where that promise will not be real? In what area of your life does God say we don't have to give him thanks for because I've done nothing? There's not one. 
He says it's in everyone, in every place. So every time we allow fear to rise up inside of us, every time we allow anxiety to rise up inside of us, every time that we allow anything outside of thanks and faith in God as a child, outside of hunger, anything like that, we're actually not submitting ourselves to who the Father really is and how he really wants to love us. And that's actually the quickest way to get our problems to manifest instead of the solution. God desires to be such a part of us and such an intimate part of us that we constantly say, Lord, I want you, I need you, I have you, and in everything, in every way, I can thank you. And I do, I choose to thank you even before I see Everything come to pass. I choose to thank you. Yeah. And we need to keep pressing in uh, to God in those areas until we start seeing the proofs of reset, which we've talked about. The proofs being the presence of God. We need the presence of God in our lives. We need our prayers answered. We need to be proclaiming the things of God. Um, you know, if we're moving into reset, let's say that we're doing this. We're, I want you, I need you, I have you, I thank you, Lord. And we're starting to move into re- reset, into that intimate fellowship. How can we tell if we're getting there? You know, and I think we need to talk about that in the proofs. So we keep doing these things, changing our heart to, I want you. Changing our heart to, I need you, I've got to have you. Mm-hmm. No, Changing our heart to, I do have you. And changing our heart to, Lord, I thank you. Until we start seeing the proofs of a reset fellowship, an intimate fellowship with your Father come to place. What does that look like? So we keep doing these things. Keep doing them. Keep doing them. Until we start to see the presence of God show up. Mm -hmm. What does the presence of God look like? Well, you know, to me, it's, I think of somebody that's in, you know, it's going through a hard time. You know, they may have gotten laid off or there may have been, you know, a sickness or a death or whatever, and you look at that person, and the person that's got those proofs, they're like, I've got the peace. Yes. I'm in joy because I know my daddy loves me, yes. and although right now what I see are the symptoms of a problem, I know that he is always leading me to triumph in all ways, in every day. So the person that's walking in those proofs, they're at peace. Yes. They're resting. That's yes. what his presence looks like. It looks like a person who is resting in joy. Yes. Even when chaos and destruction may be all around them. Yeah. That's the presence of God. It's peace. It's joy. Yeah. Because you know who you are and whose you are. Yeah. The Bible speaks of um, a glory that yeah. comes and an anointing. And when we're in the presence of God... I think, you know, he talks about a glory actually being on people. For example, like with Peter, Mm -hmm. uh, when people got into an area around Peter close enough to fall under his shadow, they were close enough to him that there was a tangible presence and anointing and glory of God that went with him because he had the presence of God with him that those people started to get healed. So if you can imagine that, when I get in his presence, the glory of God... Uh, let me put it this way, the solutions Mm -hmm. of God will start to have an effect on the things around me. So in other words, 
things start solving without me having to touch them. Right. This is, this is part of the way to know that you're moving into the presence of God is I relax in him and all of a sudden solutions start to happen. Right. I remember a few years ago the Lord started talking to me about this and he said, he said, look, he said, why are you going to go fix something? He said, relax in me. If you need to do something, I'll tell you. Just relax. Don't be anxious. And all of a sudden, I just started seeking the Holy Spirit on how to pray. And I prayed, being led by the Spirit. And all of a sudden, here we are moving into this problem. And I don't know how it's going to be fixed, but I started seeing in front of me that problem getting solved and what was that that was the presence mm -hmm. of a fellowship with god uh, uh you know all of a sudden my problems started getting fixed before i even got there yeah. and, you know if you could see it on the timeline they started getting yeah. fixed ahead of that's me that's the grace of god ushering yes. you in yes and we need to thank god for that grace yeah. when we see it and, and that grace can be you know big things it can also be the smallest of mm -hmm. things um, I have several testimonies, and you do too, where it's like the only person that knew that was God. Yeah. And he brought that to you because he loves you in that small way. Yep. I love that stuff. And we, when part of moving into reset is recognizing that he is with us. Mm -hmm. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. He is always there with us. And when I see him touching those areas in my life, I can say, man, God's with me right now. Praise God. And I recognize the reality of his fellowship with us right there. Another thing is our prayers. You know, yeah. Our prayers change. When we get in reset, our prayers change. Uh, because all of a sudden, they're not like, give me the Ferrari. Oh, Lord. <laughs> all of a sudden, they, they start actually lining up with his heart. Yeah. Yeah. Because as you get to know him, you get in that intimate fellowship with him. You start to really get to know who he is. You get to know his heart. And you realize his heart for you is even bigger than your own heart That's for yourself. Right. You know, and once you realize just the depth of his love, suddenly, you know, it's once you realize how much he loves you, you fall in love with him in such a way that it's unfathomable. Mm. And your prayers start to line up with his will because you're in love with him, you know. And so... You no longer care about the stupid little things, you know. Right. You no longer care about the stupid little Ferrari. Yeah. You care about, Lord, I want all of you. Yeah. But the great thing is, is as you get into that intimate connection with him, he knows inside yes. of you and he knows your heart so much, he longs to give you those desires. Yes. But you put down those fleshly desires and start longing for him. Yeah. He gives you more than you could ever hope for. And those kind of things, his presence, uh, the prayers, they start being answered. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, you start wanting to tell people about them. Yeah. And and you do. You can't help but tell people about that. I, I always relate that to like a good recipe. If you ever eat something and it was just awesome, generally your friends hear about it before the night. <laughs> yeah. You know? Why? Because it was so great. And that's the way God is. How many of your friends are hearing about God because he's been so great in your life? That's either proof of a reset fellowship mm -hmm. or not. Yeah. And that's something that we need to check in ourselves. So if you want these things, if you desire these things with God, you can have them right mm -hmm. now. We're not waiting on God. We already have him through Jesus Christ. The question is, do you have him and do you want to? 
Do you hunger for them? Do you desire the things of God? Do you recognize, Lord, I need you? And so if you do, right now, let's reset. Reset together. And you know what? Reset can take place every day. Amen. And it needs to. It needs to be a constant, continuous fellowship between you and the Father. Right now, pray this with me. Just say, Father, Lord, I hunger for you. Yeah. I want you. Lord, I need you. I've got to have you. And Lord, you have already provided yourself for me. I have you. And Lord, I thank you. Jesus, you're my Lord. You're the director of my life. God, I believe that you brought him back to life. And you raised him up and you raised me with him. Seated us in heavenly places. Blessed us with every spiritual blessing. I'm not waiting on you. You've been waiting on me. Mm -hmm. And Father, right now, here I am. Here I am. Lord, to your heart, from mine to yours, here I am. Lord, I accept reset today. I want to live in an intimate fellowship with you. Yeah. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 It's a good show. It amen. is. Amen. Thank you all so much for joining with us. Thank you for being here and listening. You can always check us out at connectionshow.org. And we just praise God for you. Blessing of God be on you and on your life. Have a great week and a great day. Amen. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Amen. Thank you for joining Brian and Nicole on this week's broadcast of Connection. Connection is all about connecting you more intimately with Jesus. Through that, we want to help you find your joy again and really live. Contact us or watch more shows online at connectionshow.org. We love you. Have a great week.